Good evening, everyone. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and I'll be hosting a special live broadcast tonight on 760 WJR. Today, we are live from Miami, Florida, and as usual, we're going to be talking about the prevention of disease and the urgency of taking action before the onset of serious troubles. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention, is with us tonight to talk about how to avoid heart attack and stroke completely and what you need to do to prevent Alzheimer's and many other chronic diseases. If you have a question, we're opening up the lines and asking you to call us, so make a note of this number, 800-859-0957. We'll repeat it throughout the show, and this is your chance to talk directly to the doctor. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You're listening to 760 WJR. Again, I'd like to welcome all of you to a special medical show here on 760 WJR. We're broadcasting this evening live from the studio in Miami, Florida. I'm Anne-Marie Cronin, and we're here tonight to talk to you about prevention and why you have to start looking at healthcare from a different perspective. Dr. Brian Collender, MD, is joining us from Birmingham, Michigan, and he's going to give us some hard talk about what we need to do to make sure we get the necessary testing. We're inviting you to call in if you have a question at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, welcome once again to the show. You always have great updates on news and what, what the breaking news on healthcare is today. So tell us what the update is. Well, thanks, Anne-Marie. And I thought we should uh, let the listeners know that we're going to have a little more candid COVID talk today because we haven't been able to for a while since... Um, Usually we're on social media, but just tonight only we're not. So other nights we would be, but since we're not tonight, we can have a little more candid talks about that. And the reason it's important is because there's a lot more government-related documents that have been released that let us citizens know what your government knew about COVID and still went ahead and mandated vaccines. And the reason this is important is because these same people are making medical decisions for you, you know, about what kind of tests you get, what consists, you know, what is your normal physical exam, what is approved and not approved, what drugs you can get and can't get. And so when we talk about the need of the listener to look outside the system to achieve, you know, to find better preventive care. It's important to talk about what happened during COVID because these are the same people making all of these decisions that are horrible for us. And what is the average? I mean, unfortunately, I'm listening to this. We've certainly heard it before. Nobody likes it. The government does what they're going to do. Nothing's going to change. We're controlled by the uh, all the people in the government and the FDA and the DEA and all these other organizations that are out of our control. What can we do about it? Nothing. Well, it's not true because we do have a voice. We've got the great, the voice of the Great Lakes here to let our listeners know what's been happening and to know what's going on around the world that we don't hear about because our media has been censored greatly. And you might be surprised to know, Anne-Marie, that in England... There is a program called the Vaccine Damage Payment Scheme, which means in England, they're recognizing vaccine injury. And depending on the injury, you can get tax-free money back as a 
you know, recompense for your injury to the vaccine that they mandated. And one of the things that happened is that this is a, you know, a government agency that has increased their administration force by 20 times, which means that they have needed more people to handle these claim submissions that are coming through. And a citizen in England could get as much as 120,000 pounds, depending on their injury and who got injured within their family. Uh, people can submit on behalf of uh, family members who died or who are unable to submit for themselves. And I would think that this is a really forward-thinking thing that's happening in other countries who are taking responsibility for government actions. Obviously, not not just not happening in the United States, but we're still seeing vaccine commercials. It's a joke. Well, I mean, pharma controls television, so well, I mean, you, you can't just roll. I know, but you can't just roll over, Amory, and take it. We gotta. Well, we're here. To, we're here to let people know that there, there's problems with our healthcare system, and that they have choices. And, and they need to be educated. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold on a second, because I'm running out of time here. What are the choices to go to England? Because that's never going to happen here. Well, no, the government's it, never going to dole out a two hundred thousand recompense to somebody that suffers from a vaccine injury. Albeit, there are probably many of them in this country, but it's not going to happen. So, what's the average? This is the average citizen can try to find a a doctor who's outside of the system. That's like a needle can, in a haystack. Okay, you're a popular. Well, who, well, th- there's still the idea that they could, that there's people out there who are trying to do things on their own and find the way to help people better than the current system allows. And there are doctors out there that are doing this, and it's important for the population to find them. And we're letting you know that it's you know you just can't trust your doctor who's following this system blindly. Um, and, a, and telling you to go get vaccinated, doing these things. And I realize no one's getting vaccinated anymore. Um, right. And They're also not getting compensated if they suffered anything from the vaccine. And that's well, never going to happen here. Well, if it's happening in England, maybe it will. And oh, like three months. Well, you never know. And, you know, there's also people we'll talk about this next segment, maybe, but there's, seg- <laughs> there's some documents that were released in Australia telling us how much they knew how ineffective the vaccine was before the mandates. And they still went ahead and mandated these these vaccines. And these are the people who are telling you how to get your health care today. It's the same people. Right. Well, who knows what the average person is going to be able to do about it. And we certainly can continue this conversation. And we're going to encourage listeners to call in with their thoughts and opinions. But right now, we've got to take a quick break. You're listening to our weekly live medical radio show where we keep you up to date on all medical solutions from dealing with COVID to avoiding catastrophic disease. We're here tonight with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, talking about prevention. And if you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you ought to be doing to prevent or reverse disease, give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live weekly medical show here on 760 WJR. We're back again with Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician in Birmingham, Michigan. 
as a recognized leader in the field of catastrophic disease prevention, including heart attack, stroke, diabetes, and many other chronic conditions. He's with us tonight to give us some hard talk on what we need to do to avoid heart attack and stroke altogether. Through advanced and more sophisticated diagnostic technology, we're now able to arrest and reverse the progress of these silent killers. We're inviting you listeners to call in with your questions at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. So Dr. Callender, coming back to our discussion just before we went to break, and you were telling us about how the government's not been transparent and how in England they're giving recompense to people who have suffered ramifications from the COVID vaccine. And my statement back to you is, what can the average American do? You followed that up by saying, find a better doctor, a doctor that's more cut from your cloth, but that's like a needle in a haystack. Well, thanks, Anne-Marie. I appreciate so, that. That is, no, it's true. I mean, well, I mean, we're not just, we're, my feeling is we need to let the listeners know, you know, what is going on with our governmental health care system. Even though it's not run by the government, we don't have national health care. The government is having significant impact on your choices to get better care. And the more the listeners understand what we're up against, um, we want to empower the listeners to t- make for change when that opportunity occurs. And And you and I are working on making opportunities for the listeners to have better choices. And so it's not today, it's not tomorrow, but we're hoping in a, you know, in the near future that we're going to be able to deliver some opportunities for people in Michigan to get better health care and also arm you with the knowledge to take action, to make real change. And so the more we educate people about how corrupt and paid for our government is and at your expense, we need people to stand up and rise up when the time comes and it's coming. You've got that right. I mean, it is at their expense. I think the average American doesn't realize how much they're paying for medical care and it's not what it ought to be. But in the meantime, Brittany's got a caller. Brittany, who's calling? Hey, we have Joan from Sterling Heights. Joan, what's your question? Hi, yes. Are you with us, Joan? Pardon, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Joan. Curious how to find a doctor nowadays. I'm afraid to go to any of the ones that have been supporting these vaccines. That's a good question. That's the... Go ahead, Dr. Collin, I'll let you take it. Well, you're supposed to answer that one, Anne-Marie. So, the, I mean, uh, give us a, a call. Haystack. Well, I mean, we can help you out, Joan. So give right. our office a call. Um, you can go to 866-COLLENDER, and we can help you out. So, um, you know, the, the challenge in healthcare is to find an independent thinker. You need to find someone who's you know, is it basically a concierge doctor who's who's taking uh, a retainer fee because the system doesn't allow for independent thought or for to anyone to operate in a way other than what the system requires you to do. So I hate to say it, but you have to do pay a little extra to get that time and find someone who's interested in your care. Uh, but that's just what has to happen for now. And again, I'm hoping that we're able to deliver for you something better in the near future. Um, and that's what 
you know, Amory and I are working very hard to deliver. But which another thing you should all know again is that in 2021, January, before mandates uh, were delivered, uh, there's a document from the Australian Government Therapeutic Goods Administration, which I, mean, I, again, I don't know a whole lot about the Australian government, but I think this is similar to our FDA. And through the uh, Freedom of Information Act, people have been bombarding uh this uh admin, this uh agency to get some information about what did the government know about the vaccines before uh they were delivered and the reality is and this is shocking is that th- there's many conclusions uh and findings that were delivered through this document i should also say that the document is heavily redacted so even though this is should be uh information that should be shared so medical knowledge and scientific advancement can be made. Uh, one thing that stands out for me in this document is that the antibodies and T cells in the grand, these were animal studies and monkeys declined within five weeks after the second dose of the Pfizer vaccine, which raises, I'm basically reading the, the, this conclusion and recommendation. This, the concern about long-term immunity is real and that the only reason these vaccines went forward, even though it showed after two doses, they only lasted for five weeks, the sponsor, meaning Pfizer, assured them it would be okay. So the Australian government and the world governments went ahead and said, let's go ahead and move forward with this, even though their animal studies were horrible. Um, I mean, scary to think about. I don't want to interrupt you, but I didn't realize that you only had efficacy of the vaccine for five weeks. I mean, hardly seems worth it. But then you're paying at the other end for losing some kind of immunity against other diseases for the rest of your life. I mean, that's kind of unfortunate to say the nicest part. It's shocking. And I still have got patients calling me asking me about whether they should get a vaccine because they think they're going to super spreader events. And I'm like, absolutely not. I mean, COVID right now is nothing more than a cold. I wouldn't get the vaccine for this for anything because the vaccine that they're using is for a virus that no longer exists. Exactly. And and it's indicated for severe uh, uh, illness and to prevent hospitalization and death. And guess what? The current strain of COVID doesn't cause severe illness, hospitalization, or death. There's no reason to get a treatment for a condition that doesn't meet uh, the indications. Right. So. Well, Dr. Collender, that, didn't interrupt, but yeah. we do have another caller. Let's go to the caller, Brittany, before we go to break. Hey, we have David from Windsor. David, what's your question? Yes, the question for Dr. Collender is this. Many times I hear many commercials specifying people get vaccinated against COVID. I'm one of those people who is against that, and we know that those vaccines and mandatory mask mandates do not work and they don't help at all. What about nutrition? I don't hear too many uh, medical doctors specify anything about nutritional benefits against all these different viruses that keep going around and, and have like so-called super spreaders. What can you suggest about all that? Well, David, um, this answer is going to carry well into next segment. So, 
Um, you are 100% right that our world is all about pharmacy, pharmaceutical prescriptions, and it's not about educating the public or your patient. Your doctor is not telling you about what you need to do in a way that sinks in that is real for you to make a decision and to change your behavior. Um, it's much easier to just write a prescription and send you along. We've had many shows and many talks and segments about well-regarded doctors in our community who are thought of as basically clearing houses for prescriptions and referrals. Well, that's not our job. Your job is to listen to your patient, make a diagnosis, and offer some opportunity for treatment and prevention before you need to go send them to a specialist. So um, we're going to talk more about this next segment because even though we didn't plan on this, we need to talk about why, you know, the weight loss drugs that are out there now that are being promoted and paid for that are extraordinarily expensive that, that, the, that your insurance is willing to pay for instead of telling you how to live your life better. Right, giving you proper solutions to the healthcare problem you have today. In the meantime, we've got to take a quick break. Again, you are listening to a special live medical broadcast on the prevention and medical management of disease. If you have a specific question and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly about what you ought to be doing to avoid heart attack and stroke, or if you have a question on any of the subjects we're talking about tonight, give us a call at 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to our special live medical broadcast on 760 WJR. We're fortunate to have Dr. Brian Collender, MD, internal medicine physician and specialist in prevention with us tonight to give us some hard talk about two important topics, prevention and being your own active, proactive and finding the right doctor. Please tune into our weekly shows Sunday afternoon at 3 and live Thursday at 7. We're inviting you to call in with your questions and talk to Dr. Collender directly at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, uh, over the break, we were talking about the fact that isn't it interesting that more money is being encouraged to be spent on weight loss drugs, but yet the test that came out, the test that came out a year ago that detects the best part of 50 different serious cancers is not covered by insurance. Where do we go from there with this problem? Well, we got to explain to the listeners what we're talking about. So there have been, you know, there's a great class of drugs for diabetes. And of course, all listeners will know that insulin resistance also is the process of becoming diabetic and that these drugs would help you if you had insulin resistance. Um, but they're not indicated because you're not diabetic. You got to have a disease to have this, you know, to have this uh, drug uh, pres- uh, prescribed and covered by insurance. Now the drugs they found cause weight loss. So what I tell my patients is that uh, they, uh, uh, you know, they doubled the dose and tripled the price, uh, for you to get this drug as a weight loss drug. And yes, it helps you lose weight and it does help with insulin resistance. The odds are that if you're obese, um, and qualify for the drug that you have some degree of insulin resistance, but not everybody who has indication of this drug does have insulin resistance. 
your FDA and your insurance company are willing to pay the $1,500 a month, you know, or, or thereabouts for you to get these weight loss drugs, but they will not cover preventive services. And to them, instead of having prevention and a full program that's going to identify all the individual drivers of disease that affect you, for basically two months of this drug, they're going to pay for another 10 months and you're not going to get any other uh, idea of uh, what's happening to you. Uh, and so it's really a, just a joke that this is the approach the insurance companies are taking is to give you a weight loss drug. And this, this is the answer to all your questions. And you're going to pay 1500 bucks a month. Now you aren't your insurance company is, which means your premiums are going up. So you get this drug and your premiums go up. So it's, it's short sighted and recognizing that doctors in the system are not available. They don't have the tools. They don't have the wherewithal to guide you along a preventative program, but they can write that drug and it's going to cost your insurance company and the company you work for, if they cover your insurance, a ton of money. I don't know how companies are and businesses are, are staying in business when they got to cover the cost of these drugs. Oh, just raise the prices. What do you mean? It's quite simple. They just everybody just raises their prices. Well, but these are employers. More. It's right. a recession, and there's employers who've got to pay for all this stuff in addition to fifteen hundred bucks a month, six grand a year, or I mean more. I mean that's just for the weight loss drug. Your average diabetic drug is six grand a year. And most diabetics are on multiple drugs. I mean, the cost to treat diabetes now is, you know, probably $30,000 a Oh God, I'm I'm on 30 grand a year, you know, per person. And and the the employers who are covering your healthcare doing this instead of just saying, let's employ preventive programs. And this is what back to what David called last segment, which is, why are we just teaching people what to do? Show them what's really wrong with them. Show them the real data that impacts their lives, which none of you are getting, by the way, because it's not available. It's not covered. They're going to cover uh, the, these crazy drugs. You know, now I, I just can't get over it. It's, uh, there's another drug that just got improved. There's a drug for eczema. And again, I don't use these things, so I, I'm blanking on the drug, but it, there's a drug for eczema. It's a it's a biologic, which means it's an immunosuppressant drug. It also just got approved for COPD. So okay. now you've got to, and it might work. So people with smoking who have, who have emphysema, that's a chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and now there's this biologic that may help you with COPD. And COPD, so now you have got a, someone who's got already immunocompromised, They've got decreased lung function and they're going to give you a drug that may help you, but it also lowers your immune system and leaves you uh, compromised to or at risk of cancer and other other, uh, infections, uh, opportunist infections like tuberculosis or fungal infections that go where? To your lung. There are generic drugs out there that are great at treating severe emphysema that I use 
that are phenomenal. And we don't have to suppress anyone's immune system or cost Medicare. God knows what this drug costs them a year to, to, to patients. And the idea that we've got to treat eczema, which I would call a very mild inflammatory skin condition with a severe drug like this, when back to David's question, lifestyle fixes a lot of this stuff. Avoid inflammatory foods, regular exercise, heal your gut. We've talked about this a lot of times. Gut health. Oh, we have a new question. Gut yeah, health. Can, you can ahead. interrupt me. Go ahead. No, well, I mean, Brittany's got another call. And I guess she's got a Facebook question. Brittany, go ahead. Tell us what the question is. It says, is it Dupexent? Dupexent? Is it a yeah, that sounds right. Thanks for saying that. that sounds right. It's just the idea that we're going to use an immunosuppressant drug in someone who's inherently immunosuppressed and can't breathe and call, give them a, a, a opportunistic lung infection. There's drugs available that are generic that are great for people with this condition. Has this, has Dupixin been tested against, uh, one of these other drugs? Um, probably not because they can't afford to because they probably failed this trial and then they wouldn't get approved as, as, uh, at least as good as what's available. I mean, I feel as though the only answer the average citizen and the average listener has, and certainly the average patient, has got to go back to the primary care physician. If you don't engage with a primary care physician that's going to give you more than five minutes, how can any problem be solved? How can any real, you know, diagnosis, apparent and non-apparent, apparent, you know, diagnoses be rendered to somebody within five minutes? It just can't be done. So we're going to have to take another call. We have another caller right now. Okay, you have Jan um, from Dearborn. Jan, what is your question? Hi, hi, doctor. Thanks for taking my call. I have a question on taking a statin. So I got a a CIMT done, and I had minimal plaque on my right side. Um, So I started a low-dose statin, basically 5 milligrams a day is what they said. But my LPA went from 99 to 130. I understand statins can raise LPA. So, you know, what am I doing more harm taking the statin? Uh, what? Uh, not really sure at this point. My LPA. What was your CIMT from, measurement, Jan? What was your um, CIMT? Yeah, I have that. On the it was two. Hmm. Uh, is it like a millimeter number? Yeah, it'll be a point something. Oh, uh, um, I'm just okay. reading. Listen, Jan, oh, I'm oh, sorry. Point. I have to interrupt sorry. you guys here. Jan, um, I'm inv- I'm asking you to please call Dr. Collender at his office, 866-COLLENDER, because we're running out of time here. Or stay on. We'll pick you up or at the end. Or you can stay on and we can come back on the other side of the break. But in the meantime, we do have to take a break, and you're listening to a special live broadcast tonight for the topic is your health and how to prevent disease. When we come back, if you have a specific question, the subjects we're discussing and you'd like to talk to the doctor directly, give us a call at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. You're listening to 760 WJR. Welcome back to the final segment of our special weekly live broadcast here on 760 WJR on the importance of being proactive and informed of all the resources available to prevent and treat chronic and debilitating disease. You're listening to the expert advice of Dr. Brian Collender, MD, 
internal medicine physician and one of the very few specialists in prevention in this country. If you have a question for the doctor, now is your chance to call us at 800-859-0957. Again, that's 800-859-0957. Dr. Collender, we've had quite a few calls, and the last call was from a patient who had gotten CIMT, wanted to know a little bit more about where she goes from here. And as I would say, and as I said over the break, it's not good enough to have a test and not know who can interpret it. And you've said this many times. You know, these tests are not covered by insurance. People go and they get a prescription, they get the test done. And then where do they go with it? And the solution is, obviously, they need to engage with a doctor like yourself who specializes in prevention. But I think more than that, the whole concept of concierge and having a primary care physician who spends time with you is literally the only answer. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, you got to have the data that impacts long-term health. And so, you know, I want to answer Jan's question, but also uh, take in the whole idea of prevention. And so, you know, when you think about the listeners and the, and the general public thinks about prevention, they're thinking about stopping a critical blockage, not recognizing that people die from Small blockage, small plaque buildup, not a blockage, but small buildup that's highly inflamed. And that is the paradigm shift that has to take place, that the total change in your thought process of what are you treating. So even though Jan did not have a high plaque burden, plaque burden and she also did not have that much of a, a elevated CIMT, um, you know, there's a lot of information we don't know about her. Um, you know, does she have insulin resistance? She did mention that she had an elevated LPA. And an LPA is a genetic marker for heart disease. So the fact that the LPA went up doesn't matter to me. It's that we are identifying all the drivers of artery disease, acknowledging that she's got a genetic risk for heart disease. So we've got to make sure everything else is buttoned down and we have to take all of our and her inflammatory drivers seriously. So taking a statin, irregardless of your cholesterol level, is important if you have plaque while you're sorting out what all these different issues are so you can address them by lifestyle, ideally. Uh, but a statin does help reduce an, uh, artery inflammation so you have time to figure this out and lowers your risk. Um, and also for the listeners out there that may understand that they have a high LPA, people with high LPA should be on a baby aspirin because LPA makes plaque rupture much more thrombogenic, which means it attracts platelets, which forms a clot. So if you happen to have plaque rupture, the aspirin protects you from that clot formation, which is what kills you. So, you said it, Anne-Marie, someone's got to be able to put this whole picture together and know what to follow, what the information's important so that you can ma manage progress. And we can change treatment on the fly. You know, aspirin comes and goes, statins can come and go, depending on what's going on at that moment in time. Uh, the key thing is to follow the data, you know, and mark it. So, once in a while, we have some patients who say, well, I just want to know what's going on. You know, I have a patient I talked to today. He's like, well, I, you're going to hate that I'm saying this, Anne-Marie, but 
Like, I'm not going to, you know, I don't want to stay in the practice. I learned what's going on and I'm going to move on. It's, it's possibly the dumbest thing I've ever heard because <laughs> things change every year. Right. Exactly. And they change by the quarter. You right. know, you might go and have a bad stretch of time and your arteries blow up on you and you're dead. Right. And right. how do you know what to do if you do not know what's going on? Right. So having one look at your preventative program outlook and going, well, I'm going to step away. I did what I got. No, you just got one point in time to measure progress. You need multiple points in time. And I've got patients all the time who had a great year last year, not so good this year. We're sorting them out and we're adjusting all their issues. The idea that I just want to know where I am and I'm going to follow it. It's like, seriously, I mean, I just can't understand how you can learn this much about yourself and go, well, what about next year? It's going to change. It always does. Right. Um, Unless you are going to be locked. I mean, I don't even say unless because you cannot make assumptions. You got to follow the data. And that data is just not available to any of you in the standard system. Um, there's a lot of talk now about lowering LPA and drugs that lower LPA. In fact, I spoke to a drug uh, medical person this week about lowering LPA. And I said, look, my prediction is drugs that lower LPA are going to go away because you don't know that lowering LPA reduces risk. And we're able to manage risk and without a drug that lowers LPA. And you don't need to have that lowered to manage that risk. And there's other risks that are genetic that once you know they are there, you know how to take care of yourself better. That's Genetic doesn't mean you're stuck. It doesn't mean... That if your family has longevity, you're never going to have a heart attack or stroke or dementia. And having a lot of family history doesn't mean you are. You got to know more about yourself than just that to do something. Well, it's certainly a Pandora's box. I mean, and obviously a doctor that sees you, a primary care physician that sees you for five minutes is not going to be able to dig into the whole spectrum of what may be going on, what may be lurking and what might happen tomorrow. And you're absolutely right. You can't take away with something and say, well, I've, I already understand how this works and I'm, I'm going to move forward without, you know, being attached to a doctor like yourself who's following it in the bigger picture. But again, I think listeners need to realize that they all need to really examine who is my primary care physician. What are they doing for me? How long are they taking with me when I go to see them? Because you're the railroad crossing that sends people out to specialists and is supposed to follow up with their care from top to bottom, be it cardiac or be it any other one of the subcategories of, of, of healthcare. And I think that people need to just wake up and realize they have to get a concierge doctor and one like yourself that specializes in prevention, hard to find. So once again, everybody listening, call 866-CALENDAR. If you're not in the area, he can certainly recommend you to a doctor in your area that specializes in prevention. Dr. Collender, I'm giving you the last 50 seconds. Oh, thanks. You know, okay. you know, we have patients all over the country. So, right. you know, where you are doesn't really matter. Uh, you come in, you get the testing, and then we can review things virtually. We see you when you're here, review the data. You know, it's a global world now. And 
we're operating globally. You know, Colander Medical, you know, Sante by Colander is all operating globally. And this is not something that uh, you need to feel like, oh, it's not next door. I got to do all these tools are available wherever you are. Um, you just got to make the effort to do them and not assume anything about your health. It's all there for you. And certainly all the tests are out there and people just need to know what tests they need to get, what screening tests they need to get to prevent disease. And we're here to help you when you decide to call us. Absolutely. 866-CALENDAR. Unfortunately, we're out of time. So I'd like to quickly thank Dr. Brian Colander, MD, specialist in prevention for being here tonight and for being willing to share his expertise and knowledge with regards to not only the prevention of disease, but also on the importance of being proactive and engaging with the practice that provides access to the necessary testing. This show is brought to you by Colander Medical. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cronin, and we hope you got some useful information tonight on how to be your own advocate and take charge of your health, whatever your medical journey. Please continue to tune in to our show Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m., Thursday evening at 7 live for the latest medical updates. And thanks for listening to 760 WJR. Good night and be well.